0: You're listening to Grace and Truth for Today, a ministry of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Born out of a desire to connect with our church family during the coronavirus pandemic, Grace and Truth for Today exists to highlight the need for a fullness of grace and truth in the lives of believers and to encourage you in your daily walk with God. For more information about Cleveland Baptist Church, please visit clevelandbaptist.org. Now here's Pastor Pete with Grace and Truth for Today.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Grace and Truth for today. This is your host, Pastor Pete, at the Cleveland Baptist Church. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, today is Thursday, September the third, and uh, this is a special day as we mentioned on Tuesday, uh, in which we are uh, beginning uh, opening, reopening our Christian school. We're so excited about that, and students back on uh, the property again, and teachers back in the classroom again, and uh, just such a blessing. And uh, I want you certainly to be praying for us that we can. Uh, continue to keep the school open and do so in a safe and effective manner. Uh, but uh, again, that's what's going on here today. And I hope that you and your family are doing well, thriving and prospering. And again, thanks for taking a few minutes to tune into uh, this devotion today. Uh, I am uh, in Genesis chapter number 42. And uh, we're going to look in the sixth verse where I just called it to your attention. Just a simple thought. I won't spend a lot of time with, the, uh, with this today. But the Bible says in verse uh, number five, And the sons of Israel came by corn among those that came for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Hey, did you catch it? Say, what what, what was I supposed to catch? (laughs) Well, there is something that takes place in this passage of Scripture that Joseph's brothers swore they would never do. Let me read it to you again. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Did you catch it this time? Uh, likely you did. If you know anything about the Bible, uh, you know what we're referencing, and that is Joseph's brothers coming in to Egypt to buy corn and bread. And when they did, unknowingly doing something that they swore they would never do and that is bowing down before joseph in genesis chapter 37 joseph had two dreams and each of those dreams indicated that at some point his brothers his father his mother his family that they were going to bow down before him well that was a real problem because joseph was one of the younger sons of uh, of his father and and, and it was not customary at all for one of the younger boys to be in a position of leadership or authority over the older boys and certainly not, not over his own father. And yet, that seemed to be the indication and implication of his dreams. And notice the response of his brothers when he shared these dreams with them. Verse number 8 of Genesis 37, And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. Well, they said they would never do this. But the Lord was in this dream, wasn't he? And it was a prophetic vision that was fulfilled right here in our text in Genesis 42 and verse number 6. You know, life can be funny sometimes, can't it? Things that we swore up and down we would never do, we sometimes end up doing. I... Uh, as a kid growing up, I was sort of a picky eater. That may come as a surprise to those of you who know me. Uh, but there were certain foods that I just didn't want to have anything to do with. And one of those one of those foods was cottage cheese. I had never tasted cottage cheese in my life, but just something about it seemed gross. And I I told everyone, oh, I hate cottage cheese, even though I never tasted it. I, I hate cottage cheese. I would never eat cottage cheese. Several years ago, my wife and I were out together in a restaurant, and she had ordered a meal, and, and it came with, with cottage cheese, and 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 she began to eat it, and, and she said, you know, this is so good, and I said, well, what's so good about it? And she said, it's cheese. You like cheese, don't you? And I said, I do. I love cheese, and she said, that's all it is. <laughs> Why don't you try it? And I looked at her kind of funny, and was a little nervous, to be honest with you, but this was my wife, and she loved me, and she would never lie to me and She told me all it was was just cheese and so i I pulled out my fork and I reached over, and I took a little bit of her cottage cheese, and I put it in my mouth, and I began to chew it and digest it and taste it and Well, wouldn't you know it it wasn't that bad? it was sort of like what she said it was just cheese Ah, uh, to this day, cottage cheese isn't necessarily my favorite food, but I do. I do find myself eating it from time to time. I don't hesitate to eat it when it's in front of me. I no longer say that it's gross. and I no longer tell people I would never eat cottage cheese because, well, because I found out that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Sometimes your tastes change. Sometimes something happens in your life. Sometimes you just become more open to things that you never thought you'd be open to before. Things that you found yourself saying you'd never do, you might now do them. I know of people who said they would never be a preacher, and yet today they are. I've even talked to people who said, you know, I want to get married someday, but I never want to be a parent. I never want to have any children. And yet today, they're parents. And some of them have many children. I know, I even know of some people who said at one time in their life, they said, I would never be a believer. I would never be a Christian, a Christ follower. I would never be a church attender, a church member. And yet today, they are. The list could certainly be expanded of things that people said I would never do, and yet now they're doing them. But I want to just present this thought to you, that if Joseph's brothers could bow before him after assuring one another that they would never do this sort of thing, I just want to say that you and I might, might, might be careful about saying we would never consider doing something and, and, and understand that that could potentially become a possibility. Let me share with you three simple thoughts about never saying never. And number one, be careful about saying you would would never commit a certain sin. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 12, the Bible says this, Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. Those who are certain that they are standing, it seems to be from this passage of scripture, are in the greatest danger of actually falling. You and I need to live our lives acknowledging that we are sinners who have been saved by God's amazing grace, and and but for the grace of God, we, we would be in that particular sin, living that particular life. So I would say, be careful about saying you would never commit a certain sin. That's a prideful spirit that says, I would never do that. I would never be guilty of something like that. The devil loves to capitalize on moments such as that and to bring us to the ground. Be careful about saying you would never commit a certain sin. Then I would say this, number two, be careful about saying God could never answer a certain prayer. Jeremiah 33 and verse number three, the prophet urges God's people and he says this, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You know, God loves to answer prayer in powerful and dramatic ways. If you've never experienced this type of an answer to your prayers, then, then two, one of two things is possible. Either you, your prayers aren't big enough or you're not even saved because the Lord God of heaven, the God that I know, the God that I serve, loves to answer big, dramatic, impossible prayers. And so never say, never say that God would never answer a certain prayer. Never say that, uh, that that you would never commit a certain sin. And then I would say this, number three, be careful about saying God could never use a certain type of person. I was a youth director for 14 years. And and one thing that I learned as a youth director is I remember I remember looking at certain kids when they were in the youth department and thinking to myself, you know, this kid just doesn't get it. And he's never going to get it. And uh, he's he's bound to sort of struggle throughout life spiritually, and, and he may make some good money, he may even have a, a nice family someday, but he's just never going to really be a, a solid Christian and a good church member and a faithful uh, servant and, 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 and giver uh, in a local church. He's just never going to do those sorts of things. You know what I've learned? I've learned that, that oftentimes the people that I said that about, they're the ones that did the best once they became adults and they began to grow and mature and develop and the kids that I sat back and said oh this kid is going to do great things this kid's going to go a long way he's going to serve the Lord and be faithful and 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 live a, a pleasing life in God's sight oftentimes those were the kids that struggled the most I'm just simply saying that scriptures are replete with examples of God using messed up people to accomplish his divine purposes and so never look at someone and say, you know, that person could never be used in God's service. You know, sometimes as, as believers in, in conservative Bible-preaching churches, we'll look at someone who comes in the door and we'll think, uh, God will never do anything in their life. You know, God will never save them. Uh, God will never use them. He'll, he'll, never, be a, uh, he'll never be anything in the, in the work of the Lord. And you know, the, I, I'm here proposing those are the exact type of people that God wants to use. People who are broken people who are messed up, people who have got a past and a history, people who will love the Lord with all of their heart because they'll understand and recognize that God has done a divine work in their life that they could have never done on their own. Hey, I'm just saying, never say never. Never say you'll never commit a certain sin. Never say that God could never answer a certain prayer. And never say that God could never use a certain type of person. Because if Joseph's brother's bow down before him after saying, we'll never do anything like that. Well, the same God who worked out all of the details to make that happen is the same God who who can do certain things today that we think he can never do. Father, we thank you for this truth. We pray that it's been a help and a blessing to those who've taken the time to listen to it. Bless this first day of Heritage Christian School. Bless the work of the Cleveland Baptist Church and bless those who are listening and tuning in, Lord, may you grow us all and develop us all to be people who are full of grace and truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, thanks again for taking a few minutes to tune into Grace and Truth for today. Hope it's been a blessing to you. If it has been, let me encourage you to share it with others. Uh, Let me also encourage you, if you're downloading this in a podcast form, uh, to subscribe, and then also take a moment to leave us a rating and a review. God bless you, and have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to Grace and Truth for Today. If this podcast has been helpful to you, take a moment to share it with others by offering a rating and review. Grace and Truth for Today is a production of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Cleveland Baptist Church is located at 4431 Tiedemann Road in Brooklyn, Ohio. We invite you to visit our website at www.clevelandbaptist.org and we would love to see you soon.